Hey listeners, I wanted to hop on here real quick before the start of the actual episode just to make sure that you hear this because it's super exciting. I am running a giveaway for a whole month to celebrate the podcast being published for a whole year now. So on September 28th, I celebrated one year of the podcast. Woo! And because of that, I'm going to be running a giveaway where you can qualify for this giveaway simply by leaving a review on the podcast. So that can be a review on Apple Podcasts or I guess actually Spotify now allows you to leave a review on podcasts as well. So if you have a hard time doing either of those, just let me know. But what I want you to do is screenshot your review and share it in my Facebook community, which is going to be linked in the show notes. If you do not have a Facebook, you can definitely still email me your screenshot at hello at thecrunchycatholic.com. And this, again, will be running for a whole month, so I'll have this little intro before each of the episodes between now and then. And what you'll be winning is actually my Catholic Crusader kit, which you can check out the link for in the show notes, but it's available on my website for purchase for actually $67. The value of it is $75. Or if you happen to be the winner, you'll get it completely for free. So it's a really cool bundle. And again, I'll link that below so you can take a look at what it actually is. But mostly I just really appreciate any reviews to gain some exposure on this very authentic, genuine message that I think so many moms need today. So please help me out by leaving a review and I'll help you out by qualifying you for this super awesome giveaway. Okay, let's get into today's episode. Hi there, you're listening to the Crunchy Catholic Podcast. I'm your host, Rosie, traditional Catholic wife and mother, bringing you messages of hope and encouragement during these crazy times that we're in. Here we'll talk about faith, motherhood, and natural living, but also all the areas in between. I want to help you not just survive motherhood, but thrive in it. In this day and age, we have so many resources at the tip of our fingers if only we put in the effort. I am a firm believer in personal development and always striving to put our best foot forward. Sometimes that means the more technical matters like baby wearing or sleep training, but it also refers to the most important matters such as prayer life and living out the truths of our Catholic faith. While all these resources are nice, I also know that it can be a bit overwhelming knowing where to even begin. That's why I'm here to help you find the balance between all the things that come with mom life while also living out your Catholic faith in a way that is pleasing to God and effective to the development of your soul and the souls of your children. After all, that's why we're here. All right, without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Hello, friends. In today's episode, we are going to talk about how a little effort goes a long way with regards to motherhood and being a fun mom. So little disclaimer here, I am actually holding my littlest, Nolan, and hopefully he won't make too much noise here, but I'm actually, I kind of have like a once a week work day that I'm trying to be consistent with where my older two are actually elsewhere being watched, having a fun day with cousins, and it allows me to catch up on some work where I just have my littlest, but today he's a little bit needier um, than usual. I guess I shouldn't even really say than usual. He's only three weeks, so we're still figuring each other out. 
Um, anyways, there's not a whole lot I've been able to do with holding him, which is kind of what he's wanting right now. So I realized I can record a podcast and that is actually on my list to do anyway. So here goes. And it is going to be a shorter episode, but there's not really much to to have to say to this point. In other words, I can get my point across in a very short amount of time because it is a very simple action that can make a huge, huge difference in your life and the life of your kiddos. So I kind of started thinking about this toward the end of my pregnancy and then also now that I have my newborn here. So toward the end of my pregnancy, I was just getting to a point where I was very uncomfortable. I had never been pregnant in the summer, but also having two other little kids and specifically my two-year-old is quite a on-the-go handful. And so just kind of chasing him and dealing with the two youngsters and being the heat of the summer, it was definitely my most challenging pregnancy. I'm very grateful, of course, for a healthy baby and how the birth went and everything. If you missed my my last episode on his birth story, it just was so beautiful and I'm still completely on cloud nine about it. But that doesn't totally take away from the fact that there were days where it was a little challenging. So I got to a point where I was like, okay, I need to start putting in a little more effort for my kiddos. They're kind of just, I I was getting where I was maybe a little crabbier than normal and I wasn't liking that. So I had to really challenge myself to be the fun mom that I knew I was at heart, even though I didn't necessarily feel like it in those days where I was super, super pregnant. And then again, these first few weeks of having our new baby, it's almost like when he's finally, you know, asleep and good, all I can think of is all the things I need to get done, like cleaning the house and preparing for dinner and filling out the grocery list and yada, yada, yada. So instead of allowing all of those things to completely take precedence, I'm trying to be better about remembering what I can do to make a difference for my kids in their day, like something I can do for them that they're going to remember when they go to sleep tonight. You know, that was the most fun part of my day. I always ask, not so much my two-year-old, he doesn't really have too much of a concept of time yet, but my four-year-old, I always ask her before she goes to sleep, what was her favorite part of the day? And if she can say something that, you know, was kind of a result of something I did, whether it was a special project or a special game or a special imaginative playtime we had, then that just fills my cup and fuels my soul. And I always feel so good. And of course, even if she gives a different answer, it's still great as well. But it's kind of a good gauge of what things leave a lasting impression with her. So I try to think of something that doesn't take too much effort, but just makes such a big difference for them. So if you're part of my Facebook group, I just posted a couple days ago a little like racetrack thing that I kind of put on our wood floor for them. So I literally used painter's tape and I made like a parking lot and then just like a tiny little car track. And I did that while they were outside playing. So they went outside to play, my baby went to sleep, and I immediately thought, oh, I can, you know, bust out the dishes real quick. And instead of doing that, I thought, oh, but you know what? They're going to come in probably any minute from playing outside. And then, you know, they're going to be looking for something fun to do. So I set up that little racetrack. And when they came in, it was a big surprise. They both started screaming and jumping. And I put a little cubby of cars that they have right out in front of it. And they just started playing with it. And it was really fun for them. So it only took me a couple minutes to set that up. 
and it entertained them for a long time. And I kind of sat there and just like raced around for a little bit with them. Even though I had the dishes to do, I just sat there for a couple minutes and did it with them. And they just had an absolute blast. And really, I think oftentimes we get caught up in thinking that being a fun mom with your kids always has to be this really time-consuming thing, but it absolutely doesn't. It's even in the small moments of things that you're doing anyways. So when you're brushing their teeth and they're kind of not wanting to, instead of immediately resorting to like, you have to brush your teeth or else blah, blah, blah. Instead of resorting to that, just make it something fun. Like, oh, you know, this scary monster needs to go back into his cave. Roar! And then they start laughing and then you start brushing their teeth. And to them... That was just so funny and so silly, and really, there's so much science behind this. I don't know actual statistics that I'm going to spew off right now, but many, many, many books that I've read, podcasts that I've listened to, etc., that talk about the importance of the bond and like the trust factor between parents and kids. So if you're thinking being funny and goofy with my kid isn't really important, I need to be you know, the respectable authoritarian figure. It's actually totally not true because if you have that funny, goofy connection with them, which is how kids connect because it's in their nature right now to be funny and goofy. If you can have that funny and goofy connection with them, that builds trust. And where you build trust, you're going to build a much higher level of likability and respect and basically likelihood that they're going to listen to you and respect you when it does come time to have something more serious that they need to listen to. So for me, that also applies to, this sounds terrible, but sometimes I get caught up in the fact that the one and two and three-year-old ages aren't even going to remember like probably anything that happened in those years, which sometimes is really sad to think about. But also, if you ever think about it like, oh, why should I take my two-year-old to the park? They're not even going to remember it. Like, hopefully you don't ever get caught up thinking that way all the time. But I think now and then that thought might cross our mind. Oh, they're not even going to remember this. Well, while they may not remember it, it is still absolutely building character and building bond and building trust and building experiences and all these different things that will impact them for the better long term. So even if you're thinking they're not going to remember this particular memory or this particular experience, it's so much more than just that. So being the fun and goofy parent on your day-to-day life with them, even if it's not necessarily moments that they're going to remember specifically, it still is playing into their character and who they're going to be. And most importantly, that trust and that bond between you and them. So again, it's just the little moments. I am not perfect and I'm totally working on this myself as well, especially in this new season of having three as we're adjusting. But another example is just the other night, dinner time is probably kind of the craziest time of the day. My husband is still at work when I'm trying to feed my little ones dinner because he gets home kind of later and I just... I. It works out better for us to have them already eaten dinner because if they eat it too late, it impacts bedtime, blah, blah, blah. So when I'm trying to feed them dinner and if the baby's having kind of a fussy time, obviously it can be a lot to juggle and it puts me in a little bit of a stressed out mindset. So the other night I totally was succumbing to the stress of it and I'm not 
proud of it. But my two-year-old, I was wiping his face. He made a really, really big spaghetti mess. And I was just kind of flustered with that, even though it's very age appropriate for him to make a mess with spaghetti, but I was still getting frustrated and I was wiping his face and he was trying to be goofy. He like stuck his tongue out because that's something that I sometimes do is like wipe his tongue and be like, blah, 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 like be all silly. And he stuck his tongue out. <laughs> I can't even believe this. And I literally, I was like, no, but I'm not in the mood because I just wasn't in the mood. And I just wiped around his mouth and I didn't do the silly goofy thing. And I'm looking back and really just an hour later from that happening, I thought to myself, why didn't I just do the goofy thing that he loves so much? It wouldn't have taken any extra time. It would have put him in a better mood. It probably would have put me in a better mood, but I was so stubbornly stuck on being in a bad mood that I just... I'm not in the mood, bud. So maybe you've had a moment like that. Hopefully I don't sound like a terrible mother right now by admitting to that moment. But that totally reminded me of this podcast episode that I was wanting to record anyways. And it made me realize, wow, it really is in those little moments. It is so darn easy to just make the switch. Even if you're not feeling like you're in the greatest mood, Our kids are so forgiving and they're so by nature just funny and goofy and usually in a pretty good mood, even if we're not, they're still trying, you know, here he was still trying to be his funny, goofy self, even though I wasn't in the best of mood and I kind of, you know, shot him down. So hopefully we can take this as a lesson to be more open to accepting those little prompts from our kiddos, whether it was you know, maybe a little hint, hint from God to be like, hey, lighten up. You don't need to be taking this all so seriously. So in hindsight, I wish I had, but at the same time, it's a lesson learned and I'm going to view it as such. And hopefully just a good takeaway for you all to realize that being the fun, silly mom who the kids are just going to absolutely love and feel so bonded to and feel like they can trust, which is obviously really important as they get older to feel like you are someone that they can trust because that's where of course you build good character and openness with your kiddo rather than wondering you know what it is they might not be telling you and so on and basically just to circle back and say that hopefully you can realize the importance of these little moments and how easy it can be to be a fun mom I know it isn't necessarily first nature to everyone I myself need to remind myself all the time. I used to nanny a a big family. They had five kiddos, and I'm actually going to make this like another episode because of how many things I learned from that experience, like good things. But basically, in short, and as it relates to today's podcast episode, I was like such a fun, outgoing, energetic nanny. And I actually have another friend. She and I had this conversation recently because she used to be a nanny and she literally said, I was a way more fun nanny than I am now as a mom. And it's kind of sad to say that, but the reason for it, of course, as moms, we have so many other responsibilities. When I was there nannying, all I had to do was watch the kids and my own. I had just Mackenzie at the time. And that was all I had to worry about was just playing with them, entertaining them, taking care of them, being fun for them. I didn't have to worry about all the chores around the house that needed to be done. But even as moms, when we're at home with all these millions of things that we feel like we need to get done as soon as possible, we can always decide to just stop everything in its tracks and go be fun with our kids. 
And all it takes is five minutes to make the most lasting impression on them. They don't really have a concept of time. They're just going to remember that you made them laugh and they're going to remember that you were a silly tiger with them or whatever. I, I know that not every mom likes to get down on the floor and play crazy, silly, pretend play with your kids. If you do, awesome. If you don't, maybe consider it because it is just so fun for them and they'll never forget that moment with you. And again, it just takes five to 10 minutes. Everything else can be put on hold and doing that with your kid is going to potentially be the highlight of their day. So just think about that. You are like their favorite person. You can set up all the play dates, all the, you know, park days or whatever, but having fun with you might be the very thing that they're wanting and hoping for and the very thing that is going to make the most lasting impression on them. So like I said, short and sweet on this episode, but hopefully that inspires you to make some changes, just a few little tweaks to being a more fun mom. And honestly, the days that I'm better about this, my kids are so much better behaved. Kids absolutely crave attention and one-on-one time from you. And rather than feeling annoyed by that all day, like, oh, why do you need me? Why do you need me? Just make a point of actually filling that cup for them and then you'll be surprised how much more independently and kind of better listening they will be for the rest of their day. And really, it's an overall picture. If you were to try to be better about this every single day, you know, give it a week straight of trying to see and then kind of gauge if you feel like you noticed any changes in your kid because I guarantee you, you will because it's just that important for them and it's that good for them as far as the character building and just overall behavior and so on. So hope this was helpful and can't wait to tune in with you next time. God bless you. Bye. Hey friend, I know your time is valuable, so I sincerely appreciate you tuning in today. If you feel so inclined, I always appreciate reviews on the podcast and I will always welcome shout outs on social media. My Instagram handle as well as private Facebook community are both linked in the show notes. Or what would be the most helpful is if you could just keep me and my mission here with the Crunchy Catholic in your prayers. I would appreciate that above all else. And of course, you my friends are always in my prayers. God bless you.